Hey, it's good to be back with you today. Uh, a lot to celebrate today. You want to start by talking about Joash, uh, and it is uh, something we've been doing here since 2005, if my uh, records are correct, so about 15 years. And uh, actually, it, it probably does precede that, but we, uh, we learned to do this uh, from Bellevue Baptist Church in Germantown, which actually is right outside of Memphis. And uh, we learned it from them. It's something they practice, uh, and they put it together, and we were able to communicate with some of their staff and carry that on. And you, uh, you can go online and read about it. You can go to our Facebook page and read about it. I'll not take up the time to do the explanation of it, but it, it's just, it was really an offering in the Old Testament that was offered to help repair the temple. <clears throat> we use it uh, to do that, not the temple, but our building. And then we also use it as a way for people to catch up, uh, for people to use their offerings or their blessings to be able to bless our church. <clears throat> and that is happening as you're watching us uh, on uh, this online service, we are actually conducting the in-person services and practicing the giving of Joash. Um, you can, we've had people give us stocks and bonds. We've had people uh, give us cattle. Now, they didn't bring it to church, you know, but they, uh, they gave us cattle. We were able to sell it. Uh, they've given us vehicles. They have given us land. One time we had a guy just as a guest in our church uh, lived in Georgia and just loved how we ministered to him in that little bit of short time. And he uh, he deeded us property that he had in Georgia. We were able to sell it and even use that to uh, move out here. You know, it was really an incredible gift. Uh, we've had antiques given, jewelry given, uh, all kinds of things given, which we liquidate and we put it toward our needs. So, um you may want to be a part of that. This ministry is a blessing to you. You want to bless us. We certainly don't turn down the blessings. Uh, and you can invest in our ministry. And we're going to talk about that here in just a moment. Uh, but Logan's going to put on the screen that well, if you're going to mail it in, there's going to be a post office box 380 Lawrenceburg. Uh, and it'll be there. And you can do that. It's the safest way. Plus, some of you have our app our Hope Arrow app, and you're able to give through that online giving. So I just want to thank you in advance for that. And at the same time, uh, pray as we navigate through this, we carry on the mission of Jesus. It doesn't stop. And uh, we thank you in advance for your, uh, for your investing in our ministry. <clears throat> I uh, want to give you three simple things today as a challenge. Uh, in person, it's a little different service. Uh, then you're going to be seeing online, but it's still going to contain these points here that I just want to challenge you with. I uh, I try to read a book a week. Don't always. A lot of times I'm simultaneously reading two books, and I don't hold them up side by side, but I'll read a little bit out of one book and then a little bit out of another book. And, uh, just to, and I just take my time and, and try to go through them. Uh, so I was reading in a book uh, that was written by O.S. Hawkins and O.S. Hawkins is a longtime minister in, in Southern Baptist life. And uh, he put together something that I have taken and I've expanded on it a little bit. And I, I just want to share it with you because it, it becomes, it becomes a, a very simple message. 
And we pray that you invest in that simple message. Your investment into us is carrying this message out. Um, hopefully, uh, Christmas Eve, we're going to have an on, online service. It's going to be taped and presented to you. And uh, you're going to see, hopefully, a lot of the ministry that we are a part of by hearing from some people uh, and their stories. So uh, we pray that you see it. Here's, here's the first thing that is a part of our message. Uh, it is the fact that God is with us. God is with us. Uh, Bethlehem became a, a, just another event to show that God is with us. Uh, but God was showing that in the Old Testament as well. But it, it, Bethlehem and the birth of Jesus, which we're celebrating now uh, and getting ready to, and when we celebrate Advent, remember we're celebrating two things. Advent means arrival. Uh, so we're celebrating the arrival of his birth, of Jesus coming in, in his birth. And then we celebrate the arrival of his coming again. So when you do Advent, it's not just happy birthday. It is we're celebrating his birth, his arrival to us, but then we look for his return, uh, his re- arrival again. So when we, uh, we look at the Old Testament, I'm just going to use Joshua 1.9. The Lord said, haven't I commanded you, Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is wherever you go. So there there is a constant reminder in the Old Testament that he is with us. I'm just using that one verse. You and I know there are many more. And then on top of that, uh, we go to the arrival, the advent, the arrival of Jesus when it comes to Bethlehem. Uh, Matthew 1, 21 through 23 uh, she will give birth to a son. You are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Uh, not all this, now all of this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant, give birth to a son, and they will name him or call him Emmanuel, which is translated, he is God, he is God who is with us. The promises of Jesus are that God is with you. I will never leave you, he says. I will never forsake you. And the word forsake means forget. I will never forget you. He will always remember you. So I I want you to see that our message to a a, a world is God has come to dwell with us. He is absolutely with us. And that is a part of our gospel message. The second part that I want to give you is that God is for us. Uh, one of the things in my reading and in my study that I put together is that uh, Bethlehem is just another example that God is with us. Uh, Calvary, where Jesus died, is another event and a happening that shows that God is for us. Uh, I want you to look at Romans 5.8. God, God proves his own love. He demonstrates his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died, Christ died for us. Uh, I want you to see that for us, Christ did die for us. So there, Calvary is a picture that God is for us. Uh, I want you to look at Romans 8, 28 through 31. Let me read all these together with you. <clears throat> we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God. And uh, we know it's true. That's absolutely true. 
those who are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. Verse 31. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? From the Romans 5 passage, he died for us. Just putting emphasis on for us. He's working out uh, things together for good for us. Um, And we realize the question is really rhetorical, but it is, is, is God for us? We know the answer is absolutely yes, that he is. So the first part of our message and encouragement for you, even through this Thanksgiving season, is that God is with us. Bethlehem is just another example that he is with us. God is for us. Calvary is just another example that God is showing that he is for us. And then lastly, the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit comes uh, up on the church and the, the early church and those believers and it shows that God is in us. So we've handled God is with us. We've handled God is for us. And today we're handling that God is in us. Uh, I just want to give you three things to point out to you with Scripture. Romans 8, 8 and 9. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Do you hear that? The spirit and the flesh, they battle each other. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but you're in the Spirit. Now listen to this. Since the Spirit of God lives in you. So the message is not only God is with us and God is for us, but God is in us. God is in you. The Spirit of God is in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Look at 2 Timothy 1.14. Guard through the Holy Spirit who lives in you that good thing entrusted to you. Guard the gospel, guard the treasure of the kingdom, uh, guard that. And it's through the Holy Spirit who lives in you that you're able to do that. The focus is on that God is in us. John 14, 23, uh, this may complicate it a little bit. I don't think it does. To me, it simplifies it. But uh, John 14, 23, Jesus answered, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My Father will love him, and we, Jesus says, we, the Father and the Son, will come to him and make their home, our home, with him. It is the indwelling of the promise of the Lord. The fact is, and the truth is through Scripture, I have the Trinity living in my life. The Father and the Son team up, the Holy Spirit dwells, and that team is working on behalf to make me into the image of of, God. of Christ the Son and Christ the Savior, Jesus himself. So I I want you to see the message this Thanksgiving day. Just stop and say thanks. Thanks. God has revealed himself to us over and over. And Bethlehem was just a, a, a major event to show that God is with us. God has been telling us that he's for us all through his word. He's looking for his own people and that he is for us. And Calvary just becomes another event to show us that he is for us. And then Pentecost becomes another event to let you know that God is in us. 
He is working in us and taking up residence in, in our life. We, we this Thanksgiving, I know there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I, I just pray through everything you have to interpret and rearrange and do and decide through this Thanksgiving time. Just stop, make a decision and stop and just thank God that over and over he has shown himself that he is with us and that he is for us and that he is in us and that he is leading us. He will never leave us and he will never, ever forsake us. I pray you have a great Thanksgiving. And the part of that Thanksgiving is that you actually give thanks and thank him for what he has done in our lives. God bless you. Grace and peace.